mom. Your mom hates me. No, no, she doesn't hate you. She just doesn't know you. For many of us, our partners and our parents take the top spots in terms of important people in our lives. Our parents have raised us, instilled values in us, and given us life experiences that no one else can. But our partners are just as important, fulfilling physical and emotional needs that parents just can't. And so it generally helps for them to get along. But what do you do when they don't? Pip Rasmussen here, filling in for Nat Tenchich, and in this episode, we're looking at the sometimes complicated and fragile relationship between your parents and your partner, and we're going to find out what to do if they're at war and you're caught in the crossfire. When your parents and partner are in conflict, it can feel like a game of -of tug-of-war. Your parents are on one end and your partner is on the other, and you're stuck in the middle with seemingly very few options. Either you have to be a peacemaker or give up and choose a side. This is something that Kate is going through right now. And she's got it pretty tough because she's living with her partner and parents under the same roof. And there's some tension. Yeah, essentially we're all living together. The deal is that we're obviously each pulling equal parts to get the housework and cleaning and cooking and everything like that done. But essentially um, my partner's not doing their share. And so as a result, it's caused a bit of conflict there when my parents are looking at that and seeing it day to day and asking like, why am I covering their share? Like they don't see um, that they're looking after me. And that, yeah, essentially... Um, they're being a bit lazy. Yeah, it's, it's causing friction. Does he? Yeah. So does he pay any rent, or has has he offered to? Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Um, so he he pays nothing to live there. So he's been able to live there for two years. Um, yeah, rent free, which is pretty good gig. Like not everyone really gets that. But he doesn't like, help. Cool. No, not really. But this sort of happened like a couple of weeks ago, where my parents did go, "Wow, like this is really not right." And ever since then, he's been doing it. But now it feels like it's being done out of pity rather than like because he actually cares about them. Money is something that drives him, and money is something that is like intrinsically like motivating him. But me, like family connections, like a massive part of my values. So that's where I'm like, well. Obviously, we're not on the same page with that. Yeah. I was going to ask too, like, um, you know, so obviously you have a good relationship with your parents and you trust them when they make calls on people. Have they ever been down on a partner in the past? No, I've never heard anything. Like, like I've even broken up with people and they've been like, oh, we really like such and such. Like, they were really good to do, like, what happened there? For sure. I mean, you've been brought up by your parents and parents often give us our values. So when when they see something wrong, it feels like a serious red flag, I guess. Yeah, well, I think it just makes you question what has caused them to say that. I don't know, like, if you don't see it yourself, you're not going to really question it. But maybe sometimes when it's brought to your attention, you go like, okay, wow. Like, you start to notice things more and more when someone says something. So, like, since they've called it out, you've started to notice that, yeah, actually, maybe he he isn't as grateful or... um. You know, yeah. does, doesn't contribute as much as you'd like. Yeah, look, I'd say that. And I'd also probably just say, like, uh, yeah, as soon as someone pulls something out, you do notice it more. Do you want your parents and your partner to be on good terms? Oh, like, I think you're crazy if you don't, because, like, well, someone's going to be unhappy or upset with the other. I don't think that's conducive to the best relationship either. Like, yeah, there's a bit of give and take, and some people aren't, you're not always in the right or not always in the wrong. But, yeah, definitely, if you're caught in that middle bit it's uncomfortable you'd rather everyone get along it sounds like your your parents have had a word and your partner's like starting to pick up some slack now 
Do you see the relationship healing or are you worried that they've seen a side of him that they're not going to be able to come back from? I don't know. I think it just comes, that's where I was sort of wondering about like the value alignment because like obviously the values there for each of us is sort of a little bit different. So yeah, whether you're doing something out of pity or you're doing it because you actually think that it needs to be done or like what sort of motivates you and like how long does that last sort of acting in out of what other people's criticisms are rather than of like your own intuition. Have you asked him? Yes and no. I don't think he sees my perspective or their perspective very well. Like he feels like it's like them against us. I feel like sandwiched and I think they're on sort of other sides you know what I mean do you feel like it's a bit of a tug of war right now like you know you said you kind of feel a bit sandwiched in between this conflict like which way are you sort of leaning honestly like it's made me doubt where we are in the relationship and like what is best to continue yeah I'm sort of caught in this crossroads or it's like well maybe people with different values it does sort of pull you in different directions do you two align on other core values like is there enough that you do line up on that makes it like okay basically like that you could set this particular thing aside or is this like too big a conflict it feels pretty big I feel like yeah it's really made me second guess and like I don't know talk to friends and be like what do you think we're before you into a relationship like I don't want to be wasting time on something that I don't think's right either but then I sort of need to trust myself a little bit as well like and now that I feel like obviously a few flags and stuff like that it's like well do we know each other as well as what I thought or was it as good as what I thought I really don't know I think relationships between parents and partners is obviously pretty significant It's such a rough position to be in. Both parties are super influential in our lives. So how do you repair the rift? And who do you listen to? Clinical psychologist Dr. Jared White says, first and foremost, you've got to separate your relationship with your parents and partners. What we're looking at, it sounds like, as uh, Kate was saying, is do our values align and who do I go with? And um, one thing that we're going to, I think, try to do from the beginning is, is listen to the people around us as to what's the best thing to do in this situation when our parents and partners' values don't align or they don't seem to be getting along. And I think one of the first things then we can do is feel like we have to take on all this advice and it's and it can become a bit confusing because we're the ones in the relationship. So I think one of the first things we want to be able to do is separate our relationship with our partner and our relationship with our parents. And it feels like from Kate's, uh, situation, she found herself being the intermediary in a way. She found herself kind of, as you said, sandwiched even in between the two. And so we want to be able to differentiate between those two relationships so we can really get a sense of, okay, how do I feel in my relationship with my partner and how do I feel in my relationship with my parents? It's a tricky one to navigate because our parents have been fundamental in our learning, in our worldviews and how we tackle problems. But at the same time, we grow away from them as we get older and we build our own lives and start to choose our own path. So those perspectives can change. And Jared agrees. But you still need to communicate and be a team player for everyone involved, which means representing each party in a good way. We've still got our our parents giving us some advice and saying, hey, we're not really um, enjoying this about your relationship. It's definitely something that we're going to question. You know, I think that, that a lot of the time our parents can say things and even if we don't want to question it, we some, sometimes start to question it subconsciously um, because, you know, we, we've learned a lot from our parents since we've been brought up and it's almost natural to do that in a way. I think at the same time, um, 
We want to be able to have these conversations within our relationship so that they can start to become the conversations that we work on as a team. I think in a relationship we can feel like, oh, my parents said this to me and I don't know whether I can talk about that with my partner. Uh, and at times we might want to maybe paint it in a bit more of a positive light so we don't turn our partner off our parents, but at the same time be able to have conversations about how we're feeling. So I guess to that end, if we can identify what is it that we value irrespective of our parents so that we can go, okay, I guess this value that my parents are talking about, uh, whether it be like the, the value of supporting me or, or giving to me is important to me, then I can have that conversation with my partner. But if the value that my parents are talking about isn't really important to me and it's not really important to my partner, then I probably don't need to have that conversation or I can have that conversation probably find myself on the same side as my partner. Right. So the next step is to then figure out your core values. Maybe you're listening to this and thinking, what are my values? Faith, having good health, being compassionate, or like Kate and her parents, teamwork? What if it's family? Well, you're probably not alone in this. A lot of us rank family values pretty high up in the chain, which makes this sticky situation between parents and partners even more difficult. Yeah, I think so. It seems like family is a really important value to a lot of people that, you know, we want our partners and our family to get along because at the end of the day, we're going to want to be creating this uh, even greater family with the partner and parents together. So family is a value is such a common one. And I think if we're finding a misalignment there, it can be really hard to gel. Oh, if you've been through this or if you're going through it right now, you know that being a mediator in this situation between your parents and your partner will wear you down hard. Living out situations where people you love dearly are fighting is not a walk in the park. It's a battlefield. So you've got to take care of yourself too and know if you can sacrifice core values to alleviate the conflict and whether you can take on other people's values. That's an important thing to know that we're okay first before we help other people. And I think that's why we're talking about values at the same time, because values really help ground us and they really help give us a sense of direction. So if we know our values, then we know at the same time how much we want to take on from other people's values or not. And I think when we're working with a relationship and with parents or two different kinds of relationships, we want to be able to be able to take a step back at times and say, okay, um, I've got my relationship with my partner. My partner's got my, their relationship with my parents. I've got my relationship with their parents and my parents have their relationship with me. So we've got all these different dynamics and we want to be able to separate them because we're bringing them all together and trying to sort them all out without that separation be extremely confusing and overwhelming. And so if we can keep them separate at the, uh, at the same time while, you know, obviously interacting between them, if we can keep them separate and work on each one, uh, then it can be a little bit more ordered and structured. Okay, so yeah, separating your parents and partner relationships is crucial, as well as knowing your core values and having these down rock solid is going to help your mental state in this really painful position. But what if your core values just don't match up? Can this be a deal breaker? Yeah, well, I guess, you know, we can always have things that are deal breakers and, you know, that we'll never say that you shouldn't leave a relationship because there are times where we definitely need to leave a relationship. And that always comes at a point. I think before we get to that point, though, what really matters is the kinds of conversations that we're having um, and our ability to let other people have their relationships. See, if we're always trying to be the intermediary, the sandwich 
gap between our partner and our parents, then we're not really allowing for their relationship to blossom because their relationship is always happening through us. So we need to be able to allow them to have their relationship. For example, if I've got to bring my partner over for dinner for the first time and my partner isn't speaking enough and one of my values is my family gets along and so I encourage my partner to speak more, I'm not really letting my partner and my parents foster their relationship as it would happen naturally because I'm trying to push something to happen because I have that value. So before we break any relationships off or have deal breakers as a result of a value not being hit, we want to be able to say, okay, let's have a conversation about it and let's work towards it. Mm-hmm. I think the other amazing thing that happens when we work towards values is that we actually build on our relationship. We can get so lost in just talking about what's happening now that we forget to talk about what's our future looking like? What are we thinking about where we want to end up in five years, 10 years, 20 years? And that gives us an opportunity to build on something. Now, when we talk about values, they're always something that we're working towards. And I think that can really be helpful for relationships as well. Like Jared said, before you decide if something is a deal breaker, work on it, communicate, find out if your partner is willing to meet you a quarter or even halfway on a value. And that's something we heard earlier from Kate's story. Her partner is making some changes, which is a positive step. It may not be her partner's value to to pitch in in the way that um, Kate is wanting the partner to. At the same time, the partner's changing. The partner's making strides towards meeting Kate in the value that uh, her and her family are talking about. So that is a pretty good time. You know, the partner's mm. willing to make a shift. And I think that in that sense, uh, we may end up with people that have different values to us. Uh, everyone's got so many different values. It's hard to sometimes know which are ours and which um, are not ours because there are just so many out there that we're like, oh, yeah, I like that one, I like that one, I like, I like all of them. But at the same time, we're going to have one that conflicts as, as a necessity in meeting other people. And they don't have to be deal breakers, but if we can meet on that and talk about that and say, okay, well, I need a little bit more from you here not so categorical like yes you have this value no you don't there's a little bit more from you here and if the partners are willing to move then we're sort of coming closer together on what we value so we're sort of building values together and that's kind of a positive for the relationship uh, so before we go and throw it away because there's a difference in values it's also important to recognize how much we're willing to change and how much we're willing to meet our partner uh, in what matters to them simply because it matters to them So coming back to Kate, whose situation is a conflict between her parents and her partner, let's flip the switch. What if you're the partner in this situation and your loved one's parents have an issue with you? Well, you can reframe the way that you think of what making it work looks like to you and get creative with it. What what is it to make things work with the parents? You know, I think we can say we've got to figure out how we can make it work because we need to know how we can, you know, be together but making it work can look like so many different things. You know, it can look like existing in the same space, just maybe watching a TV show. It can look like having a long dinner together. It can having, be having a long chat. It can be uh, sending a text once every six weeks and that's it. You know, and it's just about thinking, well, what am I comfortable with in making it work there? And if, do I want to have any sense of interaction? Can I just be in an interaction without necessarily having a deep and meaningful connection? Can the connection be very superficial? And it's about thinking that if this is important to my partner and if this is important to me to get on with the parents, 
then how can we do it so that it works for me? But like Jared says, at the end of the day, it's about coming back to your core values and seeing if you can make it work for you. So let's say you've gone through all of the above. You've communicated with your partner about how you're feeling. You've made adjustments to fit their values in with your own. You've extended the olive branch more times than you can count, but they still just can't get on side. And maybe it's over something that you just dead set cannot change, like your religion, your culture, or your sexuality. Here's Jared. We have to be able to find within ourselves what we're comfortable with, what we're acceptable with, and what we're willing to take. Um, you know, and that, that's going to be clouded by a whole range of other things, like how much do we want to be with the person that we're with? How much do we love them? How much do we see a future with them? Um, maybe not with the parents, but with them. Uh, and then we can answer all of those other questions. Um, if, if, you know, it's something that we're not willing to take and we're not accepting, then we kind of have a bit of an answer there. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's the way we feel and we're allowed to go with that. At the same time, if it's something that we want to um, push through in a sense and see if we can work with and see if, we, if there is something that we can do, then it sounds like one of the challenges that we have in that is doing it as a team with our partner. So obviously, the partner themselves is going through something with their parents um, and you know we have to be on the receiving end of what the, what, um, the parents were, were thinking about in terms of uh, different background, different origins. And so uh, that can be extremely difficult to work through if we're not working through it as a team. Now, both people in that relationship are having their own uh, challenges to face. And if we can't work on that together, then it kind of is almost saying something about how are we working as a team in general? And then is this a good relationship for us to be in? Now, that's not to say we should leave the relationship. They're just important conversations and questions that we need to ask ourselves when this is happening. Yep, teamwork is a huge part of this. And as Jared said, being a team player is indicative of how much the relationship overall is working. You want to be dating someone who isn't necessarily taking sides, but is working with everyone to find common ground. But look, if you can't reconcile what's happening between you and your partner's parents, and no one is willing to budge, or simply you just can't change who you are, then it might be time to reassess whether you want to stay. And that's okay. In the end, this is up to you. And like Jared said, you've got to take care of yourself before you take care of others. I hope this episode has helped. As always, if you have a question, love or sex dilemma, hit us up on Instagram or email thehookup at abc.net.au. Nothing's off limits. Catch you next time. <laughs>